The purple cow, who's listening, who's cheating, who cares? Weird term, yes? You're probably wondering what this means. A purple cow is what the author uses to refer to a novel idea with a wow factor. A regular cow is well, regular, but a cow with purple hide, now that's awesome, for a while. The author uses this loosely to describe the key to making your business better. Being remarkable, like a purple cow. You need an audience for your new coat of paint, so who's listening? This is the side of the application of ads to help get the word out. But not everyone is listening or watching, so what do you need to do? The author references advice from his own work This is marketing and advises readers to pattern match. This involves tailoring your ads to fit into the current needs of the online user of offline shopper. Google uses this technique in a pretty unique way. They take your search options and make sure you only see ads you'd be interested in. This technique can be considered cheating in the world of marketing. But what you call an unfair advantage or cheating is really just good marketing strategies. Is it cheating that Amazon.com offers its users a vast array of products to choose from and charges $0 for shipping? Or is it cheating that Google learned from the mistakes of the first-generation portals and they don't carry the baggage of their peers? That's just really good marketing. These companies chose to move away from the old style of marketing and they've experienced massive success. You should try cheating yourself. Who cares right? You can apply newfangled techniques in the wrong market and you'll not have an audience. That's where you simply pull out of that dead end or readjust your approach and hopefully get the right people to listen. Customers, different kinds and numbers. The author differentiates customers into two categories, the innovators and the non-adapters. The first refers to the population of customers that quickly switch to the new trends. The smaller, sleeker phone model is first on their list. While the second group accounts for those that simply prefer what they've always been used to. What do these groups translate to in numbers? If your product causes a shift in the balance, sure, the innovator will troop to your camp. But if it proposes too great a change, the non-adapters, which make up for a larger population of consumers, will simply stick to their comfort zones. Why? Because these brands are bigger and better. These leading brands are not new but they're established, rock-solid service, quick customer care, etc. Frankly, they're more interesting. To get both kinds of customers on your farm, you need to make them look less interesting and give them a purple cow, a remarkable new business that birth challenges them to take a leap and promises the same benefits their old brands did and better. But there's no guarantee people will jump at this new business. In fact, chances are they'll move away from whatever threatens the status quo because of fear. This, in turn, informs the business owners to toe the safe line and build brands that simply fit in. The same fear in the consumer finds its way to the business owner. For example, a restaurant owner will choose to serve the same food everyone else is serving to avoid criticism, it's just easier to copy what people are comfortable with. You cannot achieve purple cow status if you hold on to this fear of criticism or failure. Being remarkable is so frightening that it just might work, and it does. People want a change, they're scared but they definitely want a change. If you build it, they will come starts to make sense as a mantra. Don't fit in as a marketer or business owner, stand out, be a purple cow. Follow the leader, the leading brand, profits and pitfalls. Tons of business people and companies across the globe have made a niche for themselves, a legacy, a blueprint for success. And as such have become leaders. 
Now, there, of course, will be people and firms that these business people and companies will inadvertently influence, and there is every tendency that these people, firms will choose the least risky path and simply copy their strategies, to a T. This will, of course, be profitable for these new businesses. After all, these strategies work and are working. But these companies have set a mold for both the market and others like them to copy. But this leaves them stuck in a bubble, and if and when the tide changes, they'll collapse and become obsolete. The thing about being a success is not simply using blueprints of other leading firms. Yes, we might be tempted to follow the leader, but you must be adaptive. Take Apple, for example, they're the leading brand in their own respect, not because they've constantly rolled out the same products year in year out, but because they keep tweaking them just enough to move with the tide and still stay on top of the pile. The trick is to not be drawn into mass marketing tactics. The leaders that stay leaders are direct marketers, they feel the market, check what doesn't work and fix it, then they check what works and they do it, for as many times as it permits. Success is statistics, if you measure it, you'll know just how fast it's growing and what to change or improve. The world of the cow, winners, losers, benefits and Wall Street. The market scene is filled with cows, big companies with unique services. Who gets to claim the top spot? Who wins in the world of the cow? The new kid of the farm. The author insists that these behemoth firms are only setting themselves up for a fall by the standards they've set, legacies they've built. One big firm may be providing a service like for example dog grooming and they've become the household name in the business. Well, what do the small and medium-sized companies do? Offer door-to-door -door grooming services and just like that, they've won over the bigger firm's customers. They became the purple cow in a world of regular cows. But it's not all bad being just a regular cow, no not at all. Research has shown that even though people will rush to this new, more convenient form of service, you have already set up a look of security and safety, you've earned the trusts of the many generations before this one. This laid down legacy will come in handy when people seek a trusted, every present brand, no matter the inconvenience. As you move to either conform to the status quo or seek to stand out, always remember one important thing, don't overmilk your advantage whether as a cow or a purple cow. Wall Street is the abattoir for cows and also paradise if you play your cards right. Instead of simply collecting profits and running the same scheme, the author advises that you invest in more cows, diversify until you're simply using the money to make more money and more money to make even more money. Opposite of remarkable, staying relevant, the plan that works. What happens if you, after striving to be remarkable, only end up being the opposite? Then you're still good. The opposite of remarkable isn't bad, just because you didn't come up with a great idea, doesn't mean you automatically made a bad one. It is the fear that a failed attempt at a remarkable idea is a bad idea. You can still experience success simply adhering to very good ideas, but to stand out like a purple cow, you must strive for remarkable. People often feel that to stay relevant is to keep flooding consumers with recycled products and ads. This is dreadfully false. Doing nothing when you don't have a new product or service is better than compromising your existing customer base. So, to stay relevant, you actually have to do nothing. What is the plan for being a purple cow? Is there a surefire method? Well, know this is why there is a decline right after the amazing startup success. But the author prescribes going for the undiscovered extremes, go for the places people haven't touched and taken the risk. The power of a slogan, a target, and compromise. A slogan is like a bite-sized mission statement of the company's service, products. It is what people can pass on when recommending it to someone else.
Here's why you should use this, should precede the statement for an advertisement on the radio or TV. What are you putting forward that people immediately introduces you and your services? It should be consistent and worth every penny the product is worth. A slogan opens the way for you to sell your services. But then who's buying? And what are you selling? This is the part of having a target. It is admirable to be able to break into a market previously untapped but it is wiser to simply sell what people are selling, buying. Pick an already existing market, and offer consumers fresher look on a familiar product. That's the power of compromise. But with its pros come a ton of cons. You will lose your identity if you continue to adjust your values to extend your reach, you also risk spreading yourself thin and losing grounds you hope to claim. Take Yahoo for example, they were forefront in the internet game and prided itself on providing every kind of service, from the mail, news to media. But then startups came up that just provided one from the multiple services Yahoo offered, and did it much better. Until date, they still struggle to discover their true purpose and footing. Reinventing the cow, not marketer, now a designer. Will your cow always be what people want? For how long can you sell the same thing to the same crowd? This is where reinventing your cow is essential. The author calls it magic cycle of the cow. It involves a series of trusted steps that ensure you're always relevant. The author outlines the four steps for this cycle. Get permission from people you impressed the first time. No permission to spam them or sell them leftovers or squeeze extra margins from them. Permission to alert them the next time you might have another cow. Work with the consumers that get the word out quick, the innovators in that audience to make it easier for them to help your idea cross the chasm. Give them the tools and the story they'll need to sell your idea to a wider audience. Once you've crossed the line from remarkable to profitable business, let a different team milk it. Productize your services, service your products, let a thousand variations bloom. This is the inevitable downward slide to commodity, so milk it for all it's worth and fast. Reinvest. Do it again. As many times and with more zest each time. Launch another purple cow to the same audience. Fail and fail and fail again. Assume that what was remarkable last time won't be remarkable this time. This all culminates in an effective feedback system. Once you have feelers out for changes in the market, you can keep your cow new and fresh always. That's what it means to a marketer in this era. Back in the days, marketers were just meant to convince the market to buy a product but now the marketer takes a few steps back in the product design. If you remember the other chapters that talked about finding a market for you, you'll see that the marketer today is charged to do so much more. Now, he has to design a product tailored for the specific group, instead of simply droning he has full details about the product and he doesn't have to do so much convincing because people are waiting for this one product. The marketer has evolved to become a product designer. Own it and use this edge to your advantage. As the market evolves, you must realize that there's no one way to navigate it. You may be too shy to let your own evolutionary adaptation shine because you feel it'll be seen as outrageous. The author insists that that's what a purple cow is, outrageous, and it works. The cow gets a job. You're probably wondering if these techniques are only applicable to firms and businesses, but a job search hunt is much like marketing. Each resume sent out as an ad, so you must see the necessity to make each ad a standout ad, a purple cow. Make your resume exceptional, remarkable, so good that companies literally have been waiting for someone just like you. And as a smart marketer, you can rely on the innovators to help promote your services to the right crowd and recommend you. You'll soon find, you'll not even need a resume. Don't settle for less, the risk you're running from is more ever present in avoiding it.
confusing right? Yes, well no choosing to compromise and use the safe route is riskier than standing out. Conclusion The market is ever-changing, marketing used to be ads on the TV and radio were enough and then it became simply bombarding the internet with a whole lot of products they really have no affinity or use for. Today though, it involves a lot of innovative thinking and breaking new grounds and designing new trends, doing the remarkable. You too can join in this revolution and be your own purple cow and keep afloat in the vast ocean of regular businesses. Dare to be different, not weird, but unique. Try this, change your mindset about the market and marketing, safe isn't best, never settle for easy and don't stifle your uniqueness. Be a purple cow today.